Welcome to Nerdables episode 160. This week, we are talking the Flash director runs away from the project, Star Trek Discovery showrunner boldly leaves the project, Deadpool 2 composer stands up to the studio and quits, is Wonder Woman trailer really wonderful? And Voltron unites in a live-action movie. Let the nerds take over! Us? Huh? Joining me this week are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. Why are you shaking your head, Ethan? Uh, you can't blame him. I wrote that. No. Why are you, Why are you shaking your head? Still, uh, <laughs> that is so much better than your opening for the Walking Dead cast. <laughs> yeah, and the one person who told you I don't want to do it, you're like, No, you're gonna do it. You're gonna fucking do it. It is kind of funny because I've offered to like start this show. No, no, you can't. It has uh, to be me. It's got to be me. Well, what I and said then he was, has you do it. No, no, no. What I said was since. I open this show. You open the comic, uh, commentating. Ethan should open the like Walking Dead cast. I know, but it was just that. So that way it was, it was broken up. You know, as I wrote it, and I was like, I don't even bother to tell you. Nice. Um, uh, I didn't even bother to say, hey, I'll do it, because I knew you'd just freak out. No, no, no. I, I appreciate you writing it. But I just, yeah, but you would have never let me do it. You would have been like, no, no, no. I have to do it. I have to do it. Well, I'm, I'm the Chris Hardwick of this. <laughs> Not the Chris Hardwick of this. So well, anyway. considering that none of us have credits on any of these shows for the last like year, I, I know, figured I've gotta, you know I've got to sit. Yeah, up. you do because when I apply for a media pass for somewhere and they say no because I have no credits, <laughs> it really fucking pisses me off. Well, since I'm being laid off to part time, I will. Uh, I know. I will uh, be able to get to that stuff. Oh, cool. Um, I was going to ask if if you guys were hiring. <laughs> Because <laughs> UPS, UPS is always hiring, you could be. A, I was thinking about you that. You could be a <laughs> driver helper. Because I was thinking, make shit. But. I was thinking about that. Well, you can't it, drive because I don't think well, they no, do that driver, because you're helper. <laughs> Which is funny, is because I'm actually going to be the driver for a while until we start picking back up. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, that's, that's way topic that no one cares about hearing. Well, that's the best part. That's the part of the podcast we're going to edit out. <laughs> no, you leave that editing. In there. People care about. <laughs> Look, if we people, don't edit. if your father really liked the show where we spent the last like 15 minutes discussing your love life, people care about the personal <laughs> stuff. Sure they do. I am they really do. convinced now that people listen to this show to learn English around the country. Or it's a good the world. thing they learn Yinglish from you. <laughs> That's Yiddish. If they're learning That's English, English from this right? show, they're in trouble because Sorry, then there's going to be a whole bunch of people in the world talking like you. I, I had Marky, uh, Marky, Marky Mark. <laughs> I had Mikey's bread muffin or whatever this is in my mouth. What? That just well, doesn't what sound right anyway. Mikey, put your bread muffin away. <laughs> I really, I really like these sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, the Flash the continues drum. to have problems. The movie. What the hell is going on? That wasn't English. <laughs> I'm, can I take a guess? The Flash movie from Warner Brothers continues to have problems. It's, it's DC. DC. It can't get its feet underneath it. No, it's just like Wonder Woman took forever for that. It's tripping to over itself. On so it keeps getting slowed down. It'll be pushed out. No, but seriously though, this is like the second director director to lose. I can't fucking speak it all no, night. How much do you have to drink tonight? Because they're probably well, trying lost again, to so. push. Oh, that they're, it. they're probably trying to push more, sort of like the TV show, but not like fully on. 
Like that Flash. Then let Grant maybe? Gustin do the, sh- the fucking Flash. No, and they're but they're not going, going to do that. I know. And I'd rather not see And honestly, either. I don't think he wants to. I don't think yeah. he does, no. I think, why would you want to kind of mix those worlds? Because <laughs> they have to try and multiverse. They got to because because Barry Allen is sort of a comedic character, but also serious. Yes. They're trying to get that mix. But stay so with, but, but, but they're trying though, to too, right, because that's the way DC universe or the cinematic universe. They're is. trying to stay within the the um, Zack Snyder, which they really need to steer uh, away yeah. from that since they've sort of pushed him out or dropped. But Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman. Him. I mean, I know we're gonna get to this later, but the Wonder Woman trailer did not feel like that at all. Like the rest of what we've seen so far, it seemed like a war film, which is fine. Uh, okay, hold on, stop, stop right now. Because let's stay on topic. I don't want to switch yes. topics like crazy. Okay, okay, so so the Flash. Well, first of all, let's talk about what. Oops, wrong what trans? Let's talk about what transpired. Yes. Yeah, so, Rick, famo, famuiwa, famuiwa, F A M U Y I W A. We'll go with that. Sure, so Rick. Uh, who did the movie Dope, which was a big indie film. Part of ways with the studio over creative differences. Uh, he'd been on board since June. He had overseen the castings of Kiersey Clemens and Billy Crudup. Uh, Ezra Miller, of course, stars as Barry Allen. He had already been cast into it. Uh, pre-production was supposed to... Uh, what's in pre-production is it was started towards a March 17th uh, start date for filming and a release date a year later in March of 2018. Everyone's already saying that the departure will probably mean the movie started production will be delayed because they have mm-hmm. to find a new director, which sure. as of the time of recording this, they haven't found. That director will want to have input into pre-production, which will move a lot of stuff back. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, even trying to get his script breakdown and everything. Yeah, for, and you may change list. some of those pieces. Um, Rick's quote, uh, when I was appro- quote, when I was approached by Warner Brothers and DC about the possibility of directing The Flash, I was excited about the opportunity to enter this amazing world of characters that I loved growing up and still do to this day. I was also excited to work with Ezra Miller, who was a phenomenal young actor. I pitched a version of the film in line with my voice, humor, and heart. While it's disappointing that we, meaning him and Warner Brothers, couldn't come together creatively on the project, I remain grateful for the opportunity. I will continue to look for opportunities to tell stories that speak to a fresh, generational, topical, and multicultural point of view. I wish Warner Brothers, DC, John Burke, Jeff Johns, and Ezra Miller all the best as they continue their journey into the speed force, end quote. And, of course, that was probably written by his publicist. Sure. Um, of course, Seth Graham Smith, who's directed a number of movies, including the... the, the Abraham Lincoln. Do... Which didn't one? He, didn't you do Abraham Lincoln Vampire? Yeah, Show? that was the one. I was trying to think, was it that one or Pride and Prejudice Zombies? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, I, you know what the great thing is? We all have phones here. No, we don't. <laughs> uh, wrote the script to so he departed first. Um... Working off the, the the treatment that was originally done, so yes, he is the second person to leave. It's the second director, the second director to leave the project. Um, I think he'd be breaking another quote when he says, "You know, I'm looking for opportunities to tell stories, speak to a fresh generational, topical, multicultural point of view." I'm wondering if that's maybe part of his problem. Was just like he doesn't think it's it, it, it's probably diverse one of those enough. Well, no, it just doesn't go far enough. Mm. I mean, there's there's things like the the, the criticism of Suicide Squad. Seem to surround around this idea of they went to the line and then they just stood there instead of crossing it and uh-huh. trying to take chances. So it may be part of that. I mean, we'll probably never know the true story, much like we never have with um, what's his face in Ant Man. Uh, Come on, you can get it. Road? No, no. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, that one. <laughs> 
Damn it, you weren't supposed to do that. Um, he, we're trying to finish the show in under an hour. <laughs> he does it every um, time. He, he always forgets Edgar Wright for some reason. Um, but see, that's but we've one never thing known like, exactly what happened there, so I don't know if we'll ever know what. happened. Do you either. think that because Mikey, I, I don't want to go into it because we'll we'll talk about uh, Doctor Strange next week, but Marvel has a way to break up their universe with their films so that they're within the same world, but they don't don't necessarily. Uh, cross step over each other or step on each other's toes. Do you think that's what DC's problem is right now? Is that they're they're trying to to make this cohesive universe, but they're stepping on the each editing, film? Well, it's like Marvel Comics. They have their own stories. They tell them, and that's it. They don't try and edit to making sure this per like this person's in this storyline for this time frame or anything like that. Where again, where Wonder Woman, we'll talk about this later, but her film takes place decades before where we are yeah. with the DC universe. So she, they have the freedom with that one to stay com- be, yeah. completely apart from you know they're they're completely apart from where the DC universe is at this point. Well, well I, I think, think in it, terms of a single film like Flash, there really there's not much they have to touch on other than admitting that there's other superheroes. I mean, obviously. Again, they should never be. seeing Batman versus Superman, but I know it's it's mm-hmm. it's steeped in Man of Steel. Well, uh, that's the whole premise of yeah, the beginning. Yeah, so it it has to to to. I don't know. I mean, how how connected to everything else is Suicide, is Suicide Squad? Squad? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, so I, don't, I, mean, I don't remember that, seeing anything besides Batman. That's yeah, and in that term, the, the beginning and the end, own sort of thing. I think the problem with a lot of these films is that Justice League comes first. Yes, so you you have to kind of adhere to whatever they decide to do in Justice League. So that may be a point where you, your vision for the Flash doesn't match up with the vision that is already going to be on the screen next mm. year, year, two years, next year, whenever it's coming out. Justice League is next year. It should be next year if, if this was slated to be 2018. Because they're in they're uh, in production I they right moved now. That out to 2018. They might have moved it out to 2018 because they just cast uh, what's his name from Game of Thrones. Uh, as one of the characters in it, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I know that they're already in. They're already shooting, still. I guess. Um, but anyway, so that that may be one of the problems is that you don't if you don't want to be beholden to a vision that somebody else puts on the screen for your character, then well, it comes back to like I think what we've been discussing before is that DC, um, for lack of a better term, is just very stubborn on how they want their movie done. Well, it seems and like they're, they're trying to do everything they can to be different than Marvel is on the screen. Right, but in that way, I think that they're not allowing any creative change. So they say, we want it done this way, you have to do it this way because it's set up this way. Well, this And is, if the directors are leaving twice over creative differences, it makes me think that the directors are trying to put their input in and DC's like, no. Isn't that just like the edit or the publishing side? But isn't that... That was, that was, that was the, 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 basically the push in terms of the New 52 very early on, was that editors were very controlling the thing. Mm-hmm. One of the problems you have, there, there's, there's a thing of um, a number of years ago in terms of comic publishing when you have a book that's successful. And you have a lot of books that became successful because they were books that were cast off on the, on the trash heap and then someone comes in and, and fixes them. It's sort of like Frank Miller's Daredevil. That's the most famous story. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's about to get canceled. Frank Miller shows up. I got an idea for this. Here, go ahead and do it. It becomes super successful. And he says, well, we're going to keep going by doing stuff differently. And they're like, no, 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 no. Just recreate what you did the last 28 months. That's, the last 28 issues are the next 28 issues. And then the next 28 issues are just going to be that same 28 issues. And 28 issues and 28 issues and 28 issues. Just like keep trying to replicate that formula. And it's been 
a bit of a criticism of even Marvel films now, mm-hmm. where the new films are like, oh, that's just a Marvel film. They're just trying to recreate their own successes. Right. Well, you see that sometimes. But, but you also have the, the flip side of, if you have an abject failure, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Suicide Squad, you know, they made money and they're probably successful in terms of a, of a financial thing, but obviously... Critically. Uh, critically, yeah. Not, and they could have been bigger. They weren't as big as people thought they were going to be. So now you have a lot of people that are trying to fix it. But do it's you not think just one person. It's just one person. You have people in control who want to continue to be in control instead of stepping back and going, go make your film. This is the, the mm. criticism of Suicide Squad. Why hire that director to make a film that he's not known for making rather than mm. letting it go and go, go make your film? But do you think it was uh, sc- being scared to go too far or – being scared to be a traditional superhero movie, as in what Marvel. Well, it just depends on what it is. But it's it's sort of if you have people going, it's too safe. There's a, you know, in terms of a Marvel film, you you get to a point where you're like, oh, it's we don't want to go too far. We want to make it safe enough or whatever. But obviously, they've been successful. It's, no one's right. really come out and go like, oh, but you can see enough people starting to say. I'm kind of seeing the same film over and over again. But when you get to Guardians, you go, okay, that's a completely different film. Is when you it? get to Doctor Strange, you're going, that's a completely different film. I haven't seen Doctor Strange yet, so I can say. But in terms of Guardians, he was like, it's the, the tone is still the same. There's still that. It's still the there's kind of, still that. It Avengers-esque doesn't go so. Type. Yeah, it doesn't go super far. You know, like oh hey, it's funny, but it's not like there wasn't humor in the, the films beforehand. The comedy hits at the same. Yeah, time. like right. if you had made right. Ultron into a very dark film, mm-hmm. that would have been completely different. If you had. Put but in, you did that put with in Cap. that civil. Did you with Cap Winter Soldier? I don't think that's really a dark film. It's just a thriller. Well, I mean, no, I'm talking like dark, like multiple Avengers dying. Civil War starts there with Tony and Steve starting to kick the crap out of each other. The Avengers get disbanded. But Ultron do you think they kills wanted... a lot of. People. I mean, basically, if he, if Ultron had destroyed Sokovia, sure. Instead of them saving it, that's a completely different film. Mm. Yes, but do you think they're saving that for their? They're Thanos movies, so that way you don't have an instance like, like, uh, yeah, but like so, the Vision picking up the hammer, if you're, and you're if going, you're "Well, we've coming, already done that." Yeah, well, that's the problem. Is you're now waiting a decade to finally get to taking chances. And so, I don't, I, unlike DC, DC, I don't think DC who has like, that project, has that 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 luxury. But DC go seems to be vomiting up everything right there in the very beginning. In in Batman versus Superman, we had Batman versus Superman. Then all of a sudden, we had Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman together. And then we had Doomsday killing Superman all in one film. And we also had the introduction to Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman in this film. Yeah, it's just like let's vomit up everything at one time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Then we'll sort it out later. We'll, we'll, we'll mm. you know, instead of instead of taking the Marvel route where we're going to take several films to develop this storyline and get to the point where before, Batman versus so. Superman, mm-hmm. you you give that to everybody right in the beginning, and now you had the Holy Trinity already on the screen together in their great big one shot, which was ruined in the trailer. By the way, now you don't even have that. It's it's like if Marvel in the Avengers movie, the first Avengers movie, if they would have had that big circle around that showed all of the Avengers together at the very end, if they would have shown that in the trailer, when it got to it in the movie, you would have gone, eh, I've already seen it. I don't Didn't care. Didn't they do that, though? No. They no. started to, but they stop it. You see the Hulk. The Hulk, was the Hulk lands, but that's about it. Oh, okay. You don't get the full circle. You know, the, he like, uh, lands and then roars or whatever he yeah. does. But, you know, so... It's just like, 
D, it, to me, it feels like DC is spending way too much energy trying to catch up to Marvel instead of developing their their universe organically. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's spending a lot of um, a lot of energy or time, or whatever. I think it's more of just trying to do something different. It's it's not trusting yourself in a way. But isn't that why they brought but, Jeff into the to the fold? Yeah, but you're already a movie or two into it. And already in pre-production for your your big film. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess until after Justice League, he'll be there for Justice League, right? But, but until you get after yeah, Justice League, when when uh, when Snyder's out of the picture, yeah, because even with even within Justice League, it had already been in pre-production. So, yeah. so once you get past that, then when John really when Jeff Johns really takes over, that's when you're going to see a change in the DC universe, Hopefully. which. This flash, the Flash, could be the first one of that because isn't the Flash the first one scheduled after Justice League? Maybe I don't know their schedule. Yeah, I don't know don't Marvel's schedule anymore either. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I've only I've seen, seen I've only seen one of the three films they've released. Mm-hmm. So well, at this I mean, point, I'm just like I don't. And know. most people you know have only seen one of the three films, right? For the most part, yes. So what does that tell you? Because you've seen, have you seen every Marvel film in the theater when it came out? Yeah. Mikey, you've seen every Marvel film in the theater. Mm-hmm. Ethan, you've seen Iron Man two and three in the theater, and a couple others. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen every one of them in the theater. Usually the first weekend, you know, yeah. or the first day, or whatever. So, what does that tell you? I mean, Mike, how many DC films have you seen in the? Well, they hit the uh, the theaters before DC though too. Sure, the cinematic universe. Yeah, but still, I mean. Did you go see Batman versus Superman in the theater? No, because I saw the trailer. Did you see Suicide <laughs> Right. Did you see Suicide <laughs> Squad? Huh? Did you see Suicide Squad? Yes, because yeah, I saw the trailer because it looked cool. Right. And so it failed to It failed to live up to yeah. to the trailer. Failed to deliver. Uh but you saw Man of Steel. So you've seen two of the three. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Chris has seen one of the three. Ethan, you've seen all three. I think. No, I didn't see Suicide Squad in the theater. You didn't see Suicide Squad, but you saw Man of Steel. And I know you yeah. saw Batman vs Superman because I was there. Yeah. I saw all three in the theater, and all three of them, I walked out going, "Well, well I, I saw fine. it." I was fine with Man of Steel. I everything except for the end. But I was. I, Man, I, Man of Steel bugged me from the start. When I yeah, first I saw Man of Steel, I walked out going, eh, "But well, then, no." But I, the, my biggest problem with it was the pacing. Yeah. Like it always felt like the decision to cut it back and forth, was oh, just to make know, a different yeah, yeah, film than the Richard Donner film. Well, yeah. The funny thing is, um, you know, Man of Steel was really the only DC film that I enjoyed watching. You know, like, I'm, I really liked that one out of all the other ones that have been released so far. See, when you go, when I first saw Man of Steel, I thought it was a good Superman film after mm-hmm. seeing Superman, Superman Returns. Returns. When you go back and watch it now, you go, this isn't a good movie. I'd have to watch the entire movie again. There, and, and Chris is right. So the pacing is completely all over the place. There, I think it loses all the impact of uh, spoilers of Jonathan's death. Yes, because you don't spend a concentrated time well, with him. Mm, so yeah. that when he dies, he dies and it's still it. it's it's one of those things as you start to pick that movie apart because like you go to see something like Civil War and you get out of it you're like I enjoyed that and you start to pick it apart and you go I don't care that it doesn't make any sense it's really convoluted for what it is and that and all these things have to. Whereas you walk out of Man of Steel and you're like, dude, that's your dad. And mm-hmm. you're still in Smallville. Just fly over there and save him. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think those 10 people on the underpass are like, okay. 
We'll believe well, this. Yeah. If you're it, fast it, enough, you, yeah. they won't see you. They won't see you. If you go to the other side of the of the thing and then you come off yes, the off ramp and go, that's and that's the thing, is when you don't thing. like a when you don't like a film, <laughs> you nitpick it like that. Right. The problem I've always had with that scene is seeing the Flash, what the Flash TV show. When the Flash will you know, he'll dart off and dart, dart back onto the screen and do something. Mm. And no one that's standing in within, wiser. yeah, there's no long, there's there nowhere a the wiser. Wind type deal. Exactly. Yeah. Superman is almost just as fast, and in the middle of a tornado, they could, the they could have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. He yeah, could you put it down to his inexperience or whatever, but it's yeah. just it's it's a point of it almost would have been more powerful if that's where he uses his powers to be like. I'm I'm not letting my dad die. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you get Especially to the point where get, he, well, he saves the bus. Well, that's the thing is he's proving his father wrong. Where his father told him, maybe you should let them drown so that nobody nobody realizes who you are. And he saves his dad. And says, I don't care who knows who. I'm not letting you die. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, there's just you know the things within the DC universe that you could forgive if the movie was better. Are the things within the Marvel universe that when you have a a movie that is good, you know the storytelling is good, you forgive. Mm-hmm. You know, th- I mean, we we've said this with with every one of them. I forgive the dancing in in, oh, <laughs> in, in Guardians of the Galaxy because I enjoy the movie so much. Obviously, now with the Guardians of the Galaxy two trailer, they they kind of made that into a joke. Oh, it was always a joke. a joke. You don't have to make it into a joke. It was always a joke. Um, but the Flash, does we we talked about this with with um, with Rogue Squad or with Rogue One and all these other movies where there's these changes and you know there's yeah there's there's a, there's a difference between changes that force you to reshoot and the director is at least okay enough with them that he doesn't leave and the director before you've shot scene one going I'm out and then director yeah, two says you know I'm and, out. and same thing in terms of the composer leaving. <laughs> And we'll talk about a composer leaving later, but the composer leaving Rogue One is a scheduling conflict. It wasn't right. him sitting there going, I don't want to do this. He really wanted to do it, but he can't he can't bow out of his contract for the next film he has to do. Right. And Lucasfilm's fault is we don't have a movie ready for it. Sure. Um so yeah, I mean it just does this make you more weary about a flash the flash film? I don't care, because if Wonder Woman doesn't pass muster for me. I'm pretty much done You're with done. DC Universe. Or a cinematic universe, at least. <laughs> I give up comics because the movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving up all DC. I mean, well, Chris, I'm only down to two well, more, DC More titles, weary so. is not a, it's do not you, an accurate statement because you're already weary. Do you yeah. plan on, Chris, Chris, do you plan on seeing uh, Batman vs. Superman or, uh, or uh, uh, Suicide Squad or even Wonder Woman, for that matter? Wonder Woman, I'll go see. Did, um because I, I really like that trailer. We'll get to that later. But yeah, uh, <laughs> <We've said that. laughs> yeah, no, we got to get off this topic. I know. Um, Do you just want to go to the Wonder Woman trailer since we're right here with DC? No, it's just in terms of plans. I, I, it's one of those things. Like I imagine I'll see it at some point, right? But I'm so bad in seeing so many films that I've said, "Oh yeah, I need to watch that." I'm flipping through channels today, and the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly were on. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I bought that like Criterion DVD <laughs> ten years ago, and I watched like half of it, and then I never finished that film. Not because it wasn't good, but it's a really long film, and I'm going, I really need to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had that forever. I really need to watch that. Okay, so I know we had we well, in the, the introduction topic. we gave Wonder Woman a little bit farther down, but since we are talking about yeah, because everything in the beginning was quitting. <laughs> Yeah, uh, since DC, you know, 
What did you think of the Wonder Woman trailer? Let's go around the table. Chris, what did you think of it? I uh, I liked it. Um, I had not realized it was taking... I thought it was World... I thought it was modern. When I saw the trailer, I thought it was World War II. But Mikey it's said it's World War I. I. It is World War I. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Do you think it feels uh, like Cap? World War, you know, with... I feel the movie's going to not have a similar tone, but just the war part yes. of that. Well, it easily fits so. into the gray tone because they're like, hey, it's a world war. Yeah. But it looks like um, a lot I think of the setting wars it, Well, I think setting it off that timeline of making it early makes it better. Um, obviously, Steve Trevor is not going to play a part in Justice League. No. Uh, unless it's, unless it's going to be like the cap creepy, I'm macking on your Ugh. granddaughter or whatever. <laughs> um, unless he br- she brings him to the future. I don't think she would. I don't think they're going to introduce Triumph. But it looks like they've already started to set up a, a uh, romance between Bruce Wayne and Deanna. Um, Deanna? Or, <laughs> Diana. Diana. Sorry, Bruce. Mikey, what did you think of the trailer? I enjoyed the teaser more so than the trailer. Mainly because there's a lot of slow-mo in the trailer. And I'm worried about that. But otherwise, it looks good. But do you think with with them being Amazon, teaser is always easier because it's just evoking it's, a single emotion. Yeah, and it really worked. But yeah. do you think with them being Amazon's that their power lends to the 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 uh, slow mo? No, no. Just Amaz- to me they're just stronger women, not like super powered women. Yeah, stronger. So the so, slow mo, it's more like three hundred, if anything. Right, Ethan. Real quick, what do you think about him? I enjoyed it. <laughs> Straight quick. to the point. Straight to the point. Um, okay, we're, we're going to do an entire show that's going to be yes okay. or no questions. That's all I want to do. Do you like Star Wars? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. Did you like Man of Steel? No, so, no, no. Yeah. That's like it. No question. No. Yeah, just like a hundred. No questions responses. Just and no, no, uh, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. No elaboration. Just yes or no. No. <laughs> um, to tell the truth. So for Chris and Mikey, because I know Ethan hasn't read Wonder Woman comic books. Does it feel to have a tone of the comic book at all? I don't know. Maybe more of the Amazonian part? I, it's well, I think in that modern sensibility so of her being a... Uh, uh, ambassador? Not an ambassador, but like, the, the, you know, like a, a superhero, but um, an iconic hero, mm-hmm. a, 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 a character that everybody looks up to. I mean, that's the thing. Wonder Woman should be, much like what I think they got wrong in Man of Steel, what I love in this current Superman comic Mm. is that everyone around her should really be like, wow. You know, and that, they're definitely trying to portray that that type of, yeah. Mm. um, Portray that type of of origin. So so you're, yeah, as she, as she goes through and I mean, the the whole thing of where she just jumps out of the, the trench or whatever and just is like, this is it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm here to save the world. When she's in full Wonder Woman garb, yeah. do you do you like the fact that they are taking it back to World War One? I? I think it works. Well, I'm is, perfectly fine with that. Like I said, to get away from kind of the mix you already have uh, in terms of you know mm. to break your up modern the stuff isn't to... really working or whatever. Go ahead and set it in a time where you don't have to worry about anything except Wonder Woman. That's right. it. Just do Wonder Woman. Um, there's no the Bruce. Amazon, there's no. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 a. There's a parallel between her. I hope to there's no Gotham in this. Well, doesn't, I can't it, imagine. There I would can't be. imagine there would be. It seems like it's just going to be strictly well, just in Europe up and, in and almost said Amazonia. Well, she's in uh, America though. 
She's in the U.S. Well, uh, but even when at the beginning of the trailer, she when she is when she looks at you know when she, it is in the modern world, mm. she's in Paris at the Louvre. When she looks at the you know the picture, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that uh, so I didn't see anything where she's in the U.S. Well, unless she comes Edda. back with Steve. She's 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 with Etta. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's true. The, I mean, she doesn't have to, but. Most likely she is, unless she's in Paris at that time. Yeah. Because so. um, when she was trying all the corset and the the gown. And but it looks like but it looks like there's also the um, she. We do see her in the red and blue. Um, granted, yeah. they took out the you know the the seventies Wonder Woman cart, or, uh, yeah. TV show where it has the red, white, and blue. So it's just the red and blue. <laughs> Uh, so it looks like we we get to that point, but it looks like she also has the the original uh, leather and gold, you know, uh, corset. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the the trailer, much like Suicide Squad, it looks gorgeous, but does it deliver? My last bash. Well, no, it it works as a trailer. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, it does what a trailer is supposed to. Do. Yeah, well, you know, we'll get into in, this next and... week, but the the Doctor Strange trailers looked amazing. And I wasn't me, as impressed with the strange trailers as you were with the film. I enjoyed the film. So, but then again, I, I also saw an extended World War trailer. One. How does he crash on the island? What do you mean? They oh, uh, he wouldn't have been in a plane. He's in a plane. Yeah, there's yeah, a plane. they're in a plane that's going to go across across the ocean. Maybe no, that's why he crashed. But he's in a bi wing in it when it first. Well, isn't Themyscira uh, hidden in a sense? Yeah, but, still. but it's it's hidden in uh, the Mediterranean, isn't it? Well, according to Greg Rucka, it can move. Hmm. But I mean, I, I I've always I just can't figure out how Captain Kirk gets there. <laughs> he teleports. Uh, okay, so then he the scene, the scene, the scene in the lab with the gas makes a lot more sense now. Because I was like, boy, that's more of a World War One thing. Yeah, now yeah. I'm looking at it. He's I think I guess it's just my own to get over there. My, it, but it almost my, my own like. Uh, Oh, it should be World War Two. It's World War One. Because there's a point where it's like, when okay, you're looking at it, we don't and see there's... too many movies with World War One. Yeah, so right. Fun. But there's plus also, everyone's still wearing suits. But there's also with the World War Two, where there's the Nazis trying to do the supernatural stuff. Yeah, that kind of when when they're in the lab and everything, it, it kind of lends itself to that. Yeah. That's where I thought maybe you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, the trend. I'm afraid. I was afraid it was going to have a little bit of that. Captain Boy, it's America. a shame that she's so terrible, like they said she was going to be. I know, right? I mean, her boobs are so small, so of course this movie is terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, that plane. Now that I'm looking, you know what? I just totally missed all of the shots of like these, the planes, these terrible planes, <laughs> not terrible, primitive planes. So Chris is watching the trailer <laughs> as we're <laughs> doing this. <laughs> yeah, the slow mo is a little. <laughs> but everybody's commenting on the uh, the gauntlets. Well, not that the music at the end of the oh yeah trailer. But did you, did you notice that she's not just like wearing bracelets? They're yeah, more gauntlets her, that are. Well, yeah. it makes more sense. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, but she still the, has her tiara. Um, Beth, Beth's problem with it was her accent. I think that's how she actually speaks. It is. It, it, they've totally just let her perfectly speak normal. Mm-hmm. It not, just she was. I but I think Beth was expecting either to be American more accent. American accent or less. Uh, um, Middle Eastern. Oh, I'm perfectly fine. You know, more I, of a Mediterranean I accent. Yeah, I hear it more like that. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's I mean, Greek mythology. I mean, that, see, that's where I that's where I took it, it as. Yeah. Uh, 
I I have no problem. I, I like this trailer, but I also like the Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah. I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I didn't love it. I, I think this will be. I'm hoping. I'm thinking it'll be better than Suicide Squad. That's not as large of a cast. I more think, concentrated mm-hmm. on the storyline. I, so. I think what what will save this movie is the fact that it is set in World War One, and not in the modern DC universe. Yeah. I think I think that is going to be its saving grace. It'll be flashbacks too. It's gonna suck when Young Indiana Jones shows up. <laughs> I thought it first. <laughs> um, anything else you want to add about it, Ethan? You got anything about the trailer? Did you like it? I, I did. Liked it. Yes. <laughs> Three words. Look out. <laughs> Kaboom! Ethan's power words. <laughs> Walking Dead casting is gonna be awesome. Did I know. Right? Episode. Yep. <laughs> What'd you like about it? Stuff. Um, it's good. It's good. So, Star Trek Discovery is still... What? what? Star what? Star Trek. Okay. Which, by the you way... Should just, you should just start a said, show called Star Trek. Track. He says track every time. No, I said time. track. No, you say track. By the way, I was watching... Star Trek Discovery. I was watching something the other day. Good for you. And I think it was, was Chris... It Guardians? No, I think it was Chris Pine on something, and he kept calling it Star Trek. I, well, yes. knowing Chris Pratt is probably drunk. <laughs> Notorious alcoholic. Let's just start rumors and see what happens. <laughs> see if we get picked up by TMZ or something. Did you notice? The Nerdables podcast says Chris Pratt is drunk. Pine. Brad uh, Pine? What? No, you said Pratt. That's I'm his like, drunk alter, alter He said Pratt. Of Pratt Pine when he does Pratt, the movie. Yeah. Um, the, the, end of, the End of Beyond be not only gives the, the, uh, the patronage to... Uh, to <laughs> patronage? Yes, <laughs> to uh, um, yes, it gives it to to uh, um, Spock Nimoy. <laughs> you want to just take over? <laughs> Have Mikey just do the whole thing. But it also says for Anton uh, yeah. in in the uh, DVD. Died. Oh, on the DVD. Yeah. So in the they movie didn't put too. That in the movie? No, yeah. was in the movie. Yeah. Was it in the movie? Yep. Yeah. I didn't think. I thought it, it happened after. The they got a picture. Of or it happened right at the. It was like. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Did it, he he died like right before it was released, like two weeks before it was released, wasn't it? Uh, within a month, yeah. It was like just before they were doing press for it. Yeah. So they, they did Nimoy, and then it says for Anton. So yes, uh, back to Star back Trek to... Discovery, which of course is the uh, CBS streaming show. Which was that had just supposed recently to come out in January. Back, yeah, recently pushed back from January to May. Uh, yeah. And now it's lost um, its showrunner. Brian Fuller has left the this show. Uh, the thing with it is, like, apparently the foundation that he kind of put together with it will still be there. Uh, but Brian's other projects, he's no longer able to oversee the day to day of it. He remains an executive producer. Um, the story arc for the first season is very heavily his. Uh, Alex Kurtzman is an executive producer. Uh, Gretchen Berg, Aaron Herberts will also continue to oversee the show. The existing writing and producing team, so it's not like everybody else is leaving, and they're they're really in it. It's not like Flash, where the movie's coming out in two years. Right. Um, in this case, this is something that's coming out fairly soon, and it was supposed to come out a little bit earlier. But to uh, lose your showrunner, well, he's lo- losing the showrunner is not as big a deal. This happens all the time. I mean, obviously, we saw the showrunner for season one of Walking Dead left. Yes. Yeah. Before season two, and they're like, "Hey, we got an idea. Just put him on a farm for nine thousand hours." <laughs> yeah, but Darabont left because he wanted to. Right. Darabont left because Darabont left they... because he wanted to, and the rumor is he left because they slashed the budget. 
before oh, yeah, he came yeah. in. But it also wasn't when you're but supposed to be in production. But the other rumor is that he left, and then they slashed the budget. Yeah. They slashed the budget because they didn't know how well the first season was going to do, and so the early budget for the second season, when they were going to double the number of episodes yeah. or whatever, was going to be less. And then people unexplicably watched it the whole time and just went, oh, this is great, as they stand around and talk to each other. And I was like, I can't imagine like halfway through that season, them going, how the hell are we going to afford a prison? Hey, the numbers say 16 million watched last night. Let's get two prisons. Yeah. Let's buy you know, we can split the group up and tell two stories. Uh, part of the reason, or the reason Fuller's leaving, he is uh, prepping Neil Gaiman's American Gods for stars and NBC's Amazing Stories revival, um, which will probably die a very quick death. Uh, Fuller did pen the first two scripts for Discovery, so his scripts will obviously still be used as far as we know. A uh, larger arc for the series is his. Um, but isn't this show supposed to be in production right now? Well, not now, because it got pushed back. Sure. So, but it was supposed to be released in January. It was supposed was... to be released in January, which means, yes, it would have already been in production. I we were talking about the, the May pushback before, which just they didn't have enough time to do what they wanted to do. Sure. I got a feeling they're probably adding cast members. It's probably, you know, we're going to need more diversity. We need this. It is a woman captain. Um, he said something like, it's the first woman captain. I'm like, that can't That's be. That's not right, because yeah. Voyager. 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 Um, maybe it's the first woman captain on the Enterprise? It's not the Enterprise, though. It's the USS Discovery. Then they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, CBS All Access show features the franchise's Enterprise, now known as the USS Discovery. Drama will introduce new characters seeking new worlds, new civilizations, as well as extraordinary Wait, so they're going to have the Enterprise, now known as Discovery? That's kind of odd, because I don't remember... Why don't they just have a separate class? Yeah, I'll just so see the new the woman... Discovery class. Or unless yeah, it's, we'll a, see a woman unless it's an the Enterprise class ship, that would be the Discovery. That's called the dip- yeah, so it would be the but USS the Enterpri- Discovery, but, but the Enterprise it would be... is a constellation class. Yes, ship. it is. But now maybe they've come up with a well, Enterprise it's set. class. Isn't it set like past next gen or something like that, or is it set earlier? No, I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, but see, if it's past next well, gen, then they could they, the constellation class could still be there, <laughs> but they could have now come up with a new class of ship and calling it the Enterprise class. Yeah, which would be an Enterprise class ship called Especially the USS the Discovery. Years in between, and the amount of ex- success that the the Enterprise had, because it was the flagship. So why wouldn't you call a new class of ship the Enterprise class? And maybe the Enterprise has been dry docked, or you know they they're no longer using the name Enterprise. They now to pay, to show homage to that, they're they're they've made a whole new class of ship. Mm. You know, it's kind of kind of like the end of uh, or the Enterprise was. For some reason, did a shitty deal. <laughs> shitty. Uh... Well, it's kind of like the end of. Uh, Maybe we shouldn't call it Enterprise. End of Beyond, it, it where the in. the ship now looks more like the traditional, you know, the the '60s ship. Mm. You would do more of a, a that style ship, which would be that class of ship. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll have see. to see. You know, it's going to be one of those things where. One of us will either pay for it so we can all watch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Sebastian or will figure Sebastian. out how to steal it. Or it? yeah, it'll be. I mean, Sebastian will find a perfectly legal way to watch the series <laughs> from, from a from no, a very he's gonna, legal He's going to buy an IP address for like Europe or something and then put it through Netflix. Netflix? Netflix. I don't know what Netflix is. <laughs> wow, are you talking about me? I think Netflix is the one where you get candles from the internet. <laughs> 
Yeah. They send them to Netwicks. Netwicks. Uh, so our show's all about quitting. So do you send them back after you've yes. used them? Two weeks ago, we found out that uh, the director of Deadpool 2 yes. left. And now, Junkie XL, also known as Tom Holkenberg, uh, who was the composer for the second film, is also leaving. Was He, he was also the composer was for the, the first yeah, film. He scored Deadpool. He said it was a monumental chapter in his life. He left the film because, as he said on his Facebook page, loyalties to his friend and original Deadpool director Tim Miller. Uh, His Facebook post, quote, since it was revealed that Deadpool's brilliant creative director Tim Miller will not be involved in the project anymore, Mm -hmm. I've undertaken some soul-searching. Tim was the driving force behind Deadpool and me getting involved in this amazing project. Deadpool without Tim at the helm just does not sit right with me, and that is why I've decided not to be involved in the second chapter. Now, Miller uh, said he left with with, uh, disputes between him, film's writers, Ryan Reynolds, the producers... He wanted to make a more stylized action sequel and have a really big budget. Um, Reynolds wants to seemingly make, according to him, the same exact film and the same inexpensive film as but the first one. Uh, Final Straw said that Reynolds and Cable argued over who should play Cable in the upcoming it film. That's It's all rumor. Yeah. Um, uh, but this... Could you imagine he wants of, somebody like Arnold or... But at the same time, Miller Alan. said... Miller said <laughs> that he, he was... You know, it was amicable enough to leave. He didn't need Ronald Reynolds sure. and everything. But this kind of makes it sound a little different, doesn't it? In yep, terms yep. of him saying, in terms of the junkie XL. I just want to keep using that. I need a cool name like that. Um, horrible stage name. What, well, junkie it's, XL, he, bro. He's I'm probably, doing beats. A, he's got the headphones. He's probably, he's 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 probably an EDM. Oh, he's totally EDM. This is all these. Dude, his name was DJ AM. And he was banging Nicole Richie when she was the hottest. I'm fine. DJ AM. That sounds legit. DJ Junkie XL. DJ AM. You know who? You know who should score the film? Dead Mouse. No, that guy from Saturday Night Live. Kyle Mooney's (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Want to do hip hop? (laughs) True hip hop. (laughs) And wondering if I could get a booth at the thing to do true hip hop. (laughs) Scandinavian. What's up? That would be awesome. I want that guy to do it. Just credit that. I love. I love the 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 EDM names. You know, you get like Dead Mouse and DJ AM, DJ, all these others. Then you get Calvin Harris. You get Morgan Page. You get you know some of these other guys that just use names. Yeah. I didn't realize you were so steeped in the EDM movement. Uh, yeah. yeah, of course. T-Swizzle, uh, is <laughs> Calvin Harris actually Horthith. isn't his name, but you know. Horthith, all along here. <laughs> we should have Horthith. <laughs> Horthith. I want Horthies. Shh, you're not allowed to tell that story. I'm telling the story. No, no. Rich wanted to put horses no, in Calvin Harris's house. Tom. I can't. It was we, a dream he had. Yeah, can, it, it was, was a completely dra- dream. Was like, Calvin, you should put fucking horses all along here. <laughs> and then he got fired immediately. Horses. That's like, why he nope, dropped I, out of part time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. Horses. I like horses. Dude. Fucking Mustangs all along this wall right here. Just because T's play. Because, you know. And we'll leave it at that. That's the way to do it. Horses. Hard thing. Um, hard thing. So, does this spell doom for Deadpool 2? No. Nope. No. I made enough money. Everyone's going to go see it on the opening show. weekend, and everyone's going to go, the first one was better because like it was yeah. new and it was cool. And then younger kids are like, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Do you think it's says the F word. Do you think it's smarter to stay along the, trend, to the lines of the first Deadpool, or do you think it should have been more of a big budget? Like, say, Avengers or something. Well, the second one's always usually going to have a little more money. Yes. Yeah, but this one so. isn't. They've said it's going to be supposed, purposely supposed to be. Not. Yeah, it, it's well, to it's be not like going to be like exorbitant. Well, purposely in the sense over, of but look, 
a bigger budget is a bigger budget. You yes. can do yeah. bigger budget is never a bad thing. Here's an extra twenty dollars. If you have good people, yeah. <laughs> make, it, <laughs> make it make it last. The first movie was made for twenty eight million dollars. This They'll one's made for twenty eight two. They'll go from twenty eight point two million? No, no, twenty eight million twenty dollars. <laughs> They'll go from two X Men to four X Men. We bought a whole round of chimichangas <laughs> for the sound crew on Monday. Home into Cresser. It's it's gonna rain. It's gonna be interesting to see, especially if Tim Miller wanted. It sounds like Tim Miller wanted to do a different type of film. Yes, you know, in terms of doing a sequel, it's like doing Blair Witch. Well, it's almost like like like, Twenty Two Jump Street, where it was very much a takeoff of, but in a sense of that, it was a very uh, stylized takeoff of what sequels do. Yes, Um, its tone is the same, and I think the tone for Deadpool would have been the same. But it sounds like he's trying to do. A, like a big budget action picture. Yeah. It's going to be last action hero almost to a certain degree. Well, it's with it's like Blair Witch and Blair Witch 2. Blair Witch shot the original shot for like $20,000. The part two, I'm, I'm which so is nervous right now, <laughs> which was a completely different t- stylized film shot for like $4 million. And nobody saw and it. And no one saw yeah. it. So, you know, and they completely changed the whole formula. The comedy still has to stay there. Four. You're just adding an extra character yes. for two. Hopefully, Domino. But uh, but will it be Domino or will it be Vanessa? Will Vanessa be Domino? Whatever, I'll take Vanessa's Domino because Vanessa could be Domino because really well. her her ex gene could have uh, mm-hmm. been I'll, sparked. I'll take more Marina Baccaro. On, on well, that was the the, the story in X Force is that Vanessa took Vanessa took over. Um, Vanessa was impersonating Domino, and mm-hmm. when they form X Force, the Domino character that you find when. When, uh, when Cable brings Domino into the team, yeah. so he brings Domino into the team and then takes the new mutants that are left over and it's like, this yeah, is going to yeah. be the new X-Force team. It's revealed 10 issues or 11 issues in that, in fact, that Domino that Cable went to find is Vanessa huh. as the shapeshifter. Okay. Uh, again, Domino has been captured or, 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 or is being held by um, uh, uh, Tolliver, which was hit like Cable's nemesis or whatever. Okay. And so she was infiltrating the team and so at one point, she was supposed to kill them all, and then she's like, but I like these people, kind of a classic thing, and then mm-hmm. she disappears. And then Joe Casey took Vanessa in the Deadpool series and used her as the kind of romantic foil yeah. because she felt so guilty about the fact that she was always used to do bad things. And Deadpool's like, I do a lot of bad things, but I also do some good things. And then I, I also talk to the camera, and guess what? Rob Liefeld didn't create anything that was in that film. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> and explained that to a customer the other day. He's like, oh. And I was like, I picked out Deadpool Classic number one, which is the original miniseries and stuff. And I said, what you really want to start with is Deadpool Classic volume two, which is the start of his regular series. And as you go through Deadpool Classic two, three, and four, you'll see his regular series that started after the first two miniseries, after his appearance in New Mutants 98 and the first couple issues of X-Force. And you'll see all the stuff that you saw in the film that was all created and written by Joe Casey. Not Rob Liefeld. The Deadpool you know is not created by the person who created him the created first time. Deadpool. He created. He, he was like, created. hey, swords this and is, guns, this looks is like mailboxes, turn my head backwards, Mountain Dew, bro, <laughs> give me $10 million. And then put me in the film twice. And then I'm going to be in Youngblood. <laughs> yeah, if you saw Rob... Liefeld in person. I've seen Rob Liefeld in person a I dozen mean, times. Like, you know, in, in a private setting. Punch him. <laughs> I don't know if I'd punch him. Would you? Would, would you get... I'm not going on my way to run up to him and go, you suck! I'm not going to be that guy. But would if you... someone asks me, he's like, hey, what do you think of my work? I don't think it's very good. 
I haven't read so anything. So if, if it was you and him in like a, a nice set or a private setting or something, and he came up to you, what if he took you would you say that? Why time? would I be in a nice private setting with Rob Liefeld? <laughs> you and him at dinner. <laughs> I'm hanging out at the Jordash Jeans <laughs> after party. <laughs> Jordan's jeans after Yeah, it's, it's right man. after the LA gear party. <laughs> um, it's the Mountain Dew party. The Mountain Dew party. So, Slender I mean, Dew. does anyone? I mean, is anyone really worried about Deadpool two? I think no. I asked that just a minute ago. I think I think Deadpool two It'll is going to be we fine. We brought up that question last week too, and it's still even with well, this two weeks ago. Last there. week we two just weeks. sort of talked about Halloween with introspections of yeah. What we did at Comic Con yeah, because we couldn't stay on track to actually talk about Stanley's Comic Con. Was there really any need to actually talk about Stanley's? We Comic-Con? could talk a little bit about Stanley's Comic Con at the beginning, but we started and then it was like, let's hear his Halloween traditions, and then Rich would ask about Stanley's Comic Con. But Mikey was here for that. No, I know, but I know. I, it just do we really need to talk about Stanley's? Stanley's of course, we're talk about Stanley's oh, Comic Con. It's Stan Lee's, the creator of everything that's ever existed in the entire universe. He's, he's gonna die, Mikey. He's in he's only eighty-seven thousand years movie. old. And he's in all the rest of them because he's already shot them all. We'll just shoehorn these scenes in to every <laughs> single movie that we have on the slate. For I th- honestly, at this point, just put him in front of a green screen so that way when oh, he I'm dies, sure, you can I'm, put him you know. I'm sure they're just going to digitally put him in. Okay, so here's a topic that should be dear to Mikey's heart. and okay. should be something that he's been waiting There's for. nothing dear to Mikey's Actually, heart. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say. I haven't been waiting the Voltron, for Voltron movie? No, I haven't really been waiting for I'm I'm worried if... You're right. Well, they've been that's been in the pipeline forever. They've been trying. No, what's to been in the pipeline forever is the live action Robotech movie. Well, yeah, that. But that's the one I went to. The, I went to that panel the first time we went to Comic Con together sixteen mm. years ago. It's so funny. Is I was talking with somebody at work about this, and I said, you know, they're doing a Voltron movie. And he goes, so are they going to immediately start out with them in as Voltron with the sword, or are they going to go through the whole thing? And I was like, you know, it's funny. We just had that conversation on our podcast. It We've might had that be conversation a, it might on this podcast thirty five times. Uh, oh my god! So oh I was, god. I'm cleaning out stuff in the dresser, right? And I've I've got this like stack of. Mm-hmm. Of stubs, uh, stubs yeah. and I'm just flipping through it, and there's Dragon Ball. <laughs> I, I, saw, I stole my Dragon Ball stub too. Do you really? Uh, I've got my stubs ever since 2001. Wow. So, yeah, Voltron live action movies and project in flux for nearly a decade. Uh-huh. Success of the first live action Transformers movie inspired producer Mark Gordon to begin development of Voltron. Do you think it'll be cars? That or was clients? a long time ago. Well, it wasn't cars, <laughs> it was just vehicles. Uh, the right. vehicle one, nobody knew. <laughs> They could have that. <laughs> they could. I'm sure they could fit in a nod to the vehicle Voltron. Maybe it's, it's the. You lion. see the lion just like run through all the vehicles. Maybe it's the lion Voltron versus the vehicle Voltron. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to actually see that. I don't think anyone wants to see that. I don't think anyone wants to see Voltron. Um, but no. What the fuck is that? That's what would it take? Horrible. What would it take to be a good Voltron movie? Just. Not. <laughs> Chris walks away. I'm, I'm Chris walks away right at the point where I'm left with Ethan and Mikey. The guys are both, both give I'm me one word answers. Fine with not a Voltron movie because okay, I'd, I'd rather see them do a really good animated uh, Voltron movie. Okay, but they're past that point. They're going to do a live yeah, action movie. That. What do they need well, to no, do? They may not do a live action. Movie. Oh, okay, but uh, I'm saying I could see them use like. The sideshow sculpt for their statue, where it's more sleek and not as squared off. Sure. So I can see them using that. The 
What would it there's take? So many aspects did, well, did not do the cartoon. There's not a lot of I mean, aspects of the cartoon, but there's a couple aspects that would be cool. Yeah, you have to. Kind but of, it'd just be cheesy as shit. Like just the sayings, like. Well, no, it has to, it has to be. You I mean you, you would it has to be. What it, I would like to see is a serious sci-fi film. Warfare. Yeah, the row beasts, the invasion aspect of it. Not the, too many the savior. Okay, so that's what everybody's saying. Well, that's the, the thing. Is the row beast basically, if you have something where you have uh, some sort of force that exists to protect, some planetary defense force, not, not Voltron, not whatever, the Robies come and just lay waste. Yeah. And then you... These heroes go on the journey to basically discover Voltron. Um, it, it's a little Robotech story. If the SDF one crash lands in the middle of a of World War Three, and the nations of the world kind of come together to figure out what the hell this thing is, realize it's an alien ship, and the aliens are coming back to get it, and they use the ship to make new technology, so that when the aliens show up and invade the planet, they have a way to defend themselves. Yeah. Um, Okay, so you're almost describing the new Power Rangers movie. I think the transformative aspect no, of Voltron... No, I'm not describing... The new Power Rangers movie looks like Twilight. Um, and also Robotech predates it by a couple of decades. Uh, so how do, you do, how do you do a new Voltron movie that's darker than... That well, it doesn't have to be darker, the, not, really. It's just a sense of making a serious type of okay, film. Okay, even being serious but and not make it but the, you can't, this you new can't Power Rangers film. But you can't run into... Do you not set it on Earth? Do you set well, it no, on... Well, no. My no, problem with the new shouldn't. Power Rangers films isn't tone or anything. It's the fact that it didn't look, doesn't look like it's going to have anything to do with... You have a Power Rangers film that looks like it's going to be 90% of them running around going, oh, I'm just like a bad teenager. Looks yeah. like Chronicle. Yeah, it looks like Twilight. Mm-hmm. You're going to get five minutes of the Zords and that's it. Um, that's the thing with a Voltron movie. You can't skimp out on the Voltron. I don't see the lions working well as just lions? fighting team of separate lions. So that's why I think the Robies have to be smaller and you could do multiple ones and have the lions defeat each one and then you have a super creature that comes and then you have to I to think it's just it. the whole the whole lion aspect of it. It it sounds cool but I don't think it'll Would you Well, if you don't do the lions you're not doing Voltron. Would no, you I give don't. the lions a different function then? I don't know. You know I mean you can talk about setting it on five different planets. Where they, each one is their planetary defender, and they come together to, the spe- to defeat a super the, enemy. Like a gal- like There's a lot of different things you can do. It's like just more of, is this really... And, and obviously, like, they've rebooted Voltron twice. I mean, they have two different cartoons that have existed. I haven't watched the new one yet. I want to watch the new one. You, you're talking good. about the, the, the USA Netflix. Lions yeah. ones. Is that Netflix? Or the Netflix has it, one. Yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah. has the new one. Um, and then they have the Voltron Force. Voltron Force was out after the you had you that was had the original one that had the future kids. Yeah, it? you had the original Voltron, then yeah. you had the vehicles, then the five thing, or for those six that years know ago, of like the way that they put stuff together, the vehicles were just like Robotech, where it was a completely different Japanese series that yeah. they just right. mashed into it. Right, but then you, then and that's why uh, five that's or six the, years the, ago was the, the, the Hank Voltron Hank Force. The kid, huh? the the blue, the, no, the Sven? blue, the blue. Yeah, Sven leaves because yeah. in the original source material there wasn't enough Sven. <laughs> there was they... no way to do it. Yeah. They had to they had to put Princess Alana into it because like oh there's not enough source material to do to do Sven or something along those lines. It's something where the original source material didn't have enough so of the blue range, you... of the blue blue ranger blue ranger the blue pilot. So they banished him to some planet in the USA. Series. Would you do Sven as a really young kid? Like maybe 10, 12. Well, that's pitch. No, that's or pitch, I mean. 
Yeah, you can have some. And then have everybody else be older, like in their twenties. I can see that. I think they're all. No, they're they're all they're all going to be. I wouldn't want to black, Jewish, transgender (laughs) women. That's all they're going to be. A big age differential because hearing a kid talk with adults is annoying. So what if they do? I mean, what what would be the idea? It it sounds like it sounds like Neon Genesis. They use younger pilots. Because mm-hmm. is an Attack on Titan that same that same thing too? That they're all supposed to be younger? Or am I wrong in that? I have not read sure. Attack on Titan. But I mean, it's it's a it's a theme in a lot of Japanese anime, you know, robot mech type things. Is that only kids can pilot? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm so, like but Keith, I mean, Keith 16. wasn't a kid. They were all like, no, the, those guys were like yeah, they were supposed to be adults. To yeah. But if they were coming to you and they said this movie's happening. Now, tell us exactly what we need to do to make this Take be a good film. Of <laughs> <laughs> here's here's fifty million dollars, uh, Mikey. Make said Roby's uh, dark. Fifty million dollars is not going to make gritty, that project. Yeah. No, I meant for the writer. That's dark, uh, the writer. That's the, that's the biggest writer in I know. history. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm just using this as a, a as dark. A, that's movie. give me my advance, and I'm between leaving. the drool and the. Uh, Aris, Planet Aris. Yeah. I think you almost. I can see a. I would start it. I would start it after the invasion of them, making almost a rebel force where it's you're already beaten down. Your defense. There are five planets within a system. All five planets are are, are being controlled by the drool. There's giant beasts on each planet that kind of they're Wasn't they're there... the they're the 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 force that keeps that planet in check. And you have these five heroes in each one of this mythical idea that there are these machines that are hidden there from however long ago. Find the machines. They defeat the Robies on their own planet. The Drool comes with whatever super creature you can come together with, and that's where they discover that the five yeah, of them can come together. That was pretty much the plot of the last Dynamite series that yes. just came out. Okay. And it was new people. It wasn't Keith, any of those yeah. guys. But it, and it had a little bit of flashback of Voltron defeated the Drool Empire or the Robies. But so it takes place it, in the and, same and continuity, but fell, hundreds of years. And it just later. fell down. You got covered up, and but they still kept on with the Voltron Force. I think it, Voltron Force, the cartoon, started out like that. Time. Right. So, oh, I don't know. Because yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of, again. It's, I mean, I it's, can see that perfectly. Fine. Well, there's so one, much. It's so much of that hero's journey and the idea that you know there's things in the past that can save you in the future. Yeah. And you've got five different heroes. You could have it where and it jumps where you a lot. Sven there was one that that Voltron was a myth that had 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 been. Decades before that, they find the robe. The, Excalibur. Yes, it's the same. The Excalibur is the same idea. Yes, the idea that there's something, there's something there that can help you. Yes, yeah. you know what? It's going to save. It's going to determine the king of England. It's going to defeat the the Celtic hordes. All it's but there all was there. A, there was an animated Voltron that they look at, did, look at that Force they go Awakens back and they find. Look at Force Awakens. The, there's there's yes. a saber. Yes, that leads to the promised land. I mean, it's 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 an ancient. But what I'm saying you know, is, there, there's theme. already been a. If I remember correctly, there's already been a Voltron cartoon. Yeah, but since none of us can remember that, it doesn't that matter. <laughs> dealt with that. I mean, type you can of put situation. that together, and I think you 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 can do it to where the kids will find it cool in that sort of you know. They're going to school. They're learning to. They're pretty much at a military school already. I don't even think they're that. I mean, they're they're part of a rebel force in each one. Like it's uh, destitute. The first half of that film is bad. Yeah. These robies are there. Anything, any resistance that you put up against them, oh. they're so they're ruling over. Yeah. So the Drill Empire takes over the entire. Make the artist the okay. system. So there's yeah, five yeah. different places. You jump it's around, Rogue One. They have to find. You can have different pieces. Yeah. Okay. You can have the the Robeast is basically 
a beast on that planet that's used to keep everybody in control. When, okay. the, when the resistance comes like, hey, we're going to fight you, the Robies comes and destroys them. Yeah. Everybody hears this same myth. All, buried in this planet is some sort of machine. They have to figure out how to fight There was a planetary yeah. defense of They yeah. find the keys. They find, they find the keys. They find the, the lions. The lions defeat the individual Robeast. Yeah. And then the super beast or whatever, or the entire invasion force comes. Yeah. We're going to just destroy these planets. They figure out how to form Voltron. They get the sword, and then they defeat the emperor, and everything's okay. But you can leave it to where the the empire isn't completely destroyed. It gives yourself a sequel, yeah, yeah. or that that's the end of it. It's like, oh, there's something else that's out there. You know, the, the Robotech thing was the Zentradi are bad. You have no idea who the Invid are. See, and the way that the American the American public took those the, the American producers took three different series and made them all into Robotech, yeah. and the way that they rewrote the story is that the Zentradi were the 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 genetically uh, modified and genetically bred soldiers of the Invid who finally decide to come to Earth because Earth is where protoculture is. It's Japanese. Um, and they come to Earth and basically just rake the hell out of it. And yeah. the next generation or new generation, Southern Cross, new generation, yeah. Uh, new generation is basically a resistance force, the Robotech defenders of this Earth that are trying to defeat the Invid and free Earth from their control. That's the Voltron thing to me, if I were well, to do it that the way. The way that you're also describing doing this Voltron. Now someone's going to write that script. The, the way that you you, stop I'm going to get my $50 million. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you're describing this also allows you to get out of the plot holes of let's form a Voltron right in the beginning yeah. with the sword. If you're because you have to be in five out. places at once. If you're figuring it out as you're going along, you know... Well, oh. the reason I said the five different planets is just that. You have to be in five different places at once to start. Sure. So that forming Voltron doesn't do any good because while you're on planet one defeating that Robeast, the other four Robeasts then just destroy everybody on their yes. own planet. Here, you, it's a coordinated effort. We're going to attack all five Robeasts at the same time. We've defeated these weapons of the Empire. And now we're waiting for the Empire to retaliate that's where you have that third act of, what do we do? Hey, there's a slot. In a <laughs> What's hole. this button do? Okay. But I get to be the head. No, I get to be the head. No, I get to be the head. And then you have Robin with the left leg. <laughs> you can do whatever <laughs> left leg does. Kick! <laughs> oh, Teen Titans go to so good. I haven't watched any one of those in forever. So, I that, um, I mean, that, would that be a good Voltron movie to you, Mikey? Sure. If I'd they have to make one. Show me a trailer. Show you a trailer. Well, you saw the trailer for the pa- uh, Power Rangers today, and you sock puppets. Uh, you verbally yeah, went. That was horrible. You that, went to me. I didn't. I it wasn't. Yeah, a but that's big not, that Power isn't... Ranger fan. I mean, I watched it when it was on, but yeah. I still didn't really care for it. Now I know why your brain is rotted. So, are, Ethan, Ethan, are they putting, trying to say I know why your brain's rotted too? Are they putting the Megazoids and everything in it? Megazoids or whatever the, Megazoids. the hell they are. Yeah, I just Zoids are in it. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Uh, I, I just showed Mikey the picture of the, the little Zoids, the leaked toy from it that actually shows the full Megazord and looks terrible. So th- there's Zoids and then there's the they're Megazoid. Even, they're not even dinosaurs. Well, yeah, they are dinosaurs. They yeah. are. Yeah, but was the original one trying dinosaurs? Yeah, I always get that wrong too. I always, I always thought the originals were like regular animals, and yeah. later was dinosaurs. But I guess that's well, the it dinosaur. Was, it was like. Dinosaurs you sure that's not the bad guy? No. Well, I thought there was. I thought there was like the dino, the dino ones or something. Well, there's a Dino Force later, isn't dino? there? Force. Yeah. No, the original series, the the Megazord was built from their different dinosaurs because they got, they got their powers from the dinosaurs. That that right leg looks like a uh, like a bug. Yeah. Like a bug. <laughs> well, the thing in the beginning has got the tail. I mean, it kind of is it a brontosaurus or an apatosaurus? No, it's supposed to be a mastodon. Uh, yeah, they were Dino Force with a fucking Mastodon and a Tyrannodon. I'm yeah. like, dude, there's only three out of five of these are dinosaurs. Hey, so does anyone else have anything for this week? Nope. 
Next week we're going to discuss uh, Doctor Strange. Maybe. There's the original. Sure, I'm, I'm sure everyone would. Is, is that that's the original? That's the original. Oh. It looks horrible. I hope to hear the song. It looks better Voltron. than that. That's that's the song? The song of Ultra? Uh, the whole sing uh, it. intro. <laughs> Can you sing it? <laughs> so on that note, we're going to make sure everybody checks us out at facebook.com slash nerdables. We're also on uh, Instagram as Nerdables, and check us out at Twitter. We're at Nerdables Show. What else would we be on Instagram? Nerdables. Well, you said we're on Instagram as Nerdables. What else would we be? We're, we're, we're on show on Twitter. Well, no, we're Instagram as Nerdable as Nerdable Super Dorky Dude or whatever. Why well, is just saying yeah, because dick face? <laughs> you just say find us on Instagram, on Facebook. We're Nerdables, but. Twitter, we're at Nerd. I mean, we're Nerdable Show. And just remember, when you look at the credits, know that other people do the show, <laughs> other than Rich. What? Although, according to the credits, Rich is the only one who does the show. What credits? I wonder on iTunes. I wonder if he cuts out all of our voices. <laughs> so it's just him talking to himself. <laughs> it's me talking. What he re-records all of our answers in different voices. <laughs> Rich, what did you think about that? Well, I thought it was great, Rich. What did Rich number three think? I thought it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Rich number four. Oh, it was so pretty. I thought it was great. So, why is Rich All of four? these ideas are mine. Oh, I don't need anyone else to do this show. So, <laughs> Daddy. That's okay, Gandhi. And then we'll talk it's to you next week. for yourself. <laughs> Gandhi.